the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I used to be a big fan of roller coasters. When you get older, your brain just can't take being rattled around on the coasters. Uh, but my kids love the coasters. And, you know, on the odd chance that you love a good roller coaster ride, I thought I would treat you uh, this morning here to a little uh, Biden administration roller coaster of explanations about about where inflation originated and why it is an issue. Uh, Let's start with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen in May of last year. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Ah, Really doubt we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Now, now we are cresting, cresting the first hill and uh, Joe Biden takes over with his explanation about inflation in June of last year. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. Oh, going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. Then, of course, in August of last year, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said this about inflation. One of the steps that we've taken as an administration is to provide uh, a range of assistance uh, to the American people. And then... Her boss, theoretically, the president, Joe Biden, had a little more to say a few weeks later. As our economy has come roaring back, we've seen some price increases. Mm, As our economy comes roaring back, we see some some price increases. That was September. And then we got to December and Jen Psaki was back at the mic. And the coaster ride continues. When people go to the grocery store and a pound of meat is more expensive than it should be. We agree. That's less related to supply chain issues. Not not related to supply chain issues. That was the December explanation. Okay. Uh, And then here is uh, Joe Biden yesterday. The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. No, no, that was Joe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've misread the hills on my coaster. That was Joe Biden in January. The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. Now, now we're coming to the big final grand finale of the Biden inflationary explanation roller coaster. Cue the comment from yesterday. The first cause of inflation is a once in a century pandemic. Mm. This year we have a second cause, a second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. I see. So it's not the supply chain. It's the pandemic. And it's Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. Uh, But it is not. But it is not, of course, anything that he's done. See, because you're not going to blame him for the pandemic. And you're not going to blame him for Putin's price hike. Um, 
That's that old saying, you can fool some of the people some of the times. You can't fool all of the people all of the time. It does not sound like Joe Biden has fooled Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville any of the time. I mean, it's self-inflicted. I mean, they know it. We know it as Republicans. The American people know it, and they're fixing to find out about it in November. At the end of the day, what affects American people are prices. Prices. That is right. And we are paying higher and higher and higher prices. And we are going to be paying higher prices if, as Byron York of the Washington Examiner notes, Joe Biden stays on the course he is on, where he is not prioritizing the production of domestic energy. He is not prioritizing the elimination of federal spending. He is prioritizing, ah, the green energy agenda. Don't we all want green energy? Don't we all want solar and wind and all that? I got enough wind out of the Biden administration. I would actually like some results. But here's Byron York on special report last night. He did list a bunch of very ineffective measures like the petroleum reserve, like going after oil companies. Uh, And he was seeking to blame everybody but himself. Uh, But, you know, another thing that's extraordinary about this appearance today was that he would not back, uh, back off an inch from the environmentalist, the climate agenda. Part of his prescription uh, for curing mm-hmm. inflation is to spend more on subsidies for electric cars, to spend more on subsidies for clean energy, and call this real energy independence. Uh, Republicans had pointed out that the U.S., through fossil fuels, had reached energy mm-hmm. independence under President Trump, and now Biden is saying we're going to reach real energy independence. What this has to do with inflation is just not clear at all. Now, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're out there in Licking County, Franklin County, Union County, Madison County, listening on 98.9 The Answer. Maybe you're out there in uh, Dark County, Montgomery County, Mercer County, Glaze County. You're listening on 94.5, and you're saying, well, I mean, Bruce, really, it's not fair to get a Fox News commentator on inflation because Fox News is not at all in the business of giving Democrats a break. Uh, We'd like to hear a dissenting view. Okay, okay, I hear you. I want to be fair. Uh, Here is CNN's Daniel Dale on Joe Biden's contention that he has reduced the federal budget deficit by the actions of his administration since taking office in January of 2021. CNN's Daniel Dale. So here are the facts. There is no doubt that the deficit has fallen under President Biden so mm. far. It was about $3.1 trillion under President Trump in fiscal 2020. It was about $360 billion lower than that, so about $2.8 trillion in fiscal 2021, mostly under President Biden. But even with that $360 billion decline, Brianna, experts I spoke to still scoffed at the idea that President Biden is personally responsible for having reduced the deficit. In fact, one advocate of deficit reduction, Mark Goldwine of the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, told me that this claim is almost bizarro world, a reversal of reality. Why? Well, because the deficit was expected to fall by more than $360 billion at the time President Biden took office. In fact, at the time, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office had projected that the deficit would fall by more than $870 billion wow. in 2021 if President Biden did not implement new policy. Then President Biden came in and, like most presidents, Brianna, did new policy. There's a $1.9 trillion uh, pandemic relief bill. There was a big 
bipartisan infrastructure bill. There was an expansion of food stamp benefits. Whatever you think of all those policies, they all cost money. So there ended up being less deficit reduction. Hmm. Did you catch that? Yes. The budget deficit went down by $360 billion, But if he had just left his hands off the steering wheel and let the market economy do what it does, which is self-regulate, not pump a bunch more money, trillions of dollars of more money into the economy. Too much money chasing too few goods. That's what inflation is. The budget deficit he's trumpeting going down by $360 billion would have gone down by a half a trillion dollars more. A half a trillion dollars more. Uh, but, you know, Joe Biden will not accept the idea that he is hurting the economy. He's helping the economy, and he says spending has nothing to do with it. I think our policies help, not hurt. Think about what they say. The vast majority of the, of the, uh, uh, of the economists think that this is going to be a real tough problem to solve, but it's not because of spending. I don't know how you cope with that because his ineptitude is not without cost for all the rest of us. I mean, there's only so much we can do. We get a chance every two years to change the Congress. We get a chance every two years to change a third of the Senate. We get a chance every four years to change the occupant of the White House. And we are not even halfway through his complete and utter destruction of an economy that was ready to roar back from the pandemic. Because his driving motivation appears not to be to be a good president. Really, it's not it's not to be a good president. As much as he wants to trumpet himself as the next FDR or a modern-day LBJ or JFK, his overwhelming desire, and the overwhelming desire of almost every Democrat is... We can't take credit for doing nothing. We have to do something, and the something we must do is undo everything, everything Donald Trump did. The border wall, peace through strength, and the economy. Well, you don't have to drive on U.S. Route 23 after about... Three o'clock in the afternoon, going north, or in the morning, anytime after 6.30 or 7 a.m., to know that the booming explosion of Delaware County uh, caught ODOT completely by surprise. That they have an issue and they need to fix it. But I don't see how they can fix it, because... The traffic lights that used to be kind of a just a mild annoyance if you were trying to get north to Waldo and get on 23 where it turns into four lane, no traffic lights, easy to get to Finley, easy to get to you know, Bowling Green via I-75 or back in the day when I was going to Ann Arbor and East Lansing for Michigan, Michigan State games against Ohio State a lot. Uh, it's it's just untenable right now. And so and so ODOT has been considering uh an array of proposed fixes, uh, all of which 
they have rejected. Because while probably, I'm sure, all of them, some of them, one of them would have alleviated congestion in the area, there comes a point of diminishing returns in that how many people can you inconvenience and how long can you inconvenience them before the cure is worse than the disease? And so ODOT has said no to each of the half dozen solutions that were presented to them because each concept, the cost was too high or the community benefits were too little. Now, I applaud ODOT in that they have standards that they want to meet for the solution to this issue, and they have not yet compromised on those standards. Brenda Badanes, ODOT's spokesman for Central Ohio, said cost estimates were in the billions with a B. Well, yeah. That price tag was a huge hindrance in advancing these concepts, plus we had public feedback to consider. So there's no easy way to do this because if you've driven on 23, it is a retail bastion all the way up to and including Delaware. And if you want to like go out around or whatever, well, then you're going to be eating into some poor farmer's farmland. And that farmland is rife for future escalation in value because we apparently can't stop building enough luxury homes in the Olentangy School District. Remember back when Olentangy was the only school, high school, in the Olentangy School District? And then we got, I'm not sure the order here. Did we get Liberty before we got Berlin? Did we get Orange? I think we got Liberty, Orange, Berlin, I think. Maybe maybe Orange was before Liberty. But now we got four, and they're thinking they're going to be five soon. So one of the concepts would add additional through lanes on 23 and create 11 new interchanges on the existing Route 23. And they said that one would be too expensive. How in the world would they have done that? Like, how many fast food restaurants, gas stations or grocery stores or some other form of retail is sitting right on top of the, what do we got, four lanes, six lanes right now? I don't know where they would have put them. One proposal that I heard called for, like, a highway over the top of the existing highway, and it'd be like an express highway. That one, to me, makes the most sense solution-wise if you can grit your teeth and deal with the root canal that would be the forever timeline on the project actually happening. But that would be an utter nightmare to try to get to and from anywhere if they attempted to do that. Uh, So they're going to go with, I don't want to say stopgap measures, they're going to go with smaller measures that they hope will offer some, mm, not temporary relief, but, you know, incremental relief would be the word. Uh, The ODOT spokesman says, examples of what we might look at might be an intersection where we'd move a traffic signal or an opportunity to add turn lanes at some point of the corridor To address congestion. Well, then we're going to have to address how people turn left. Because most people don't have any clue how to turn left. This was back when I took driver's education. Yes, kids. We used to take driver's education as part of actual school instruction. Your parents didn't have to pay for it extra on the side. You actually took it in school. 
And one of the things that they stressed was how to turn left with oncoming traffic when a light is turning from green to red. And I remember my driver's ed instructor repeatedly saying, two cars go through, two cars go through, two cars go through. But these people who get a green light and sit back from the green light instead of pulling up in the intersection, pull up under the light, and turning left so that the car behind you can also pull up into the intersection and you get at least two cars through. But there are people who will sit through two, three red lights, two, three green lights at an intersection because, well, there's traffic coming. Yeah, there's traffic coming. And there's a way to fix the issue of you not getting through the light. But it is entirely dependent upon you understanding how to drive. So I don't see much hope for Route 23 and um, where it might be headed. If you've moved up there to Delaware County and you love where you're living and you love your school district, which I can't imagine you love your school district if you're sending your kids to public school in the Olentangy district, unless you're a wokester, then you'll love it. You've got the gender unicorn in the elementary schools. you got, what, five, six people on uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion griffs in the administrative realm. Oh, if, you, if you're into that, Delaware County's a place for you, brother. But if you're somebody who's lived in that district for a long, long time and you don't like the direction that the uh, progress is taking you, we've got that out where I live right now. we got four housing developments under construction out in what used to be a beautiful rural area, good, quick access to Dublin and to Hilliard now. I mean, my supposition is that the people who move in They're going to try to do what has happened in other districts that have grown exponentially over time, whether it's Southwestern City Schools, whether it's Delaware Schools, or or, or, uh, Olentangy Schools, Westerville. They added Central a couple of years ago. Westerville, boy, Westerville. Two weeks ago, I went to a uh, dramatic performance at one of the Westerville high schools, and I stood outside afterward waiting on my daughter to come out. Uh, I felt like I was at a gay pride parade. It was utterly amazing. Now, I know when you're dealing with the arts, you're going to get a certain segment of that. But the other thing that shocked me was how many people in Westerville that night at the performance were wearing masks. Is Westerville like Manhattan in its mindset toward COVID? Because I'm I'm promising you 60% of the people who came out of that performance were wearing masks. It's the summertime, Westerville. Enjoy the warmer weather. COVID is not a threat at all. You will live through it. It will be fine. Oh, Speaking of schools, we have a new superintendent of the public schools in the state of Ohio. He's a Central Ohio guy, or at least he has Central Ohio items on his resume. We will tell you about him next and what I foresee on the horizon. Uh, under his stewardship. That's our number two of the Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.